Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision Podcast. Another spoopy edition of a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Maddie, the reject from Canada. <laughs> and as you can tell from my very good acting, uh, my spoopy, spoopy voice, this is yet another slightly Halloween tangentially related episode of the DNQ files where we take Ooh. a look at a song that either failed to make it to Eurovision at all or failed to make it through to the grand final of the year that it was entered into exciting I feel like I put more words into that than I usually do you did that's fine <laughs> I know how to speak them that's the that's the key hello I can do words <laughs> I can word good <laughs> um so yeah uh, Matty do you like Halloween I am actually excited for Halloween this year. I know exactly what my costume is going to be. I just have to put it together. You know, first find a place to live, then other things. But Halloween costume is like high on the list this year. And you actually know what costume I'm going with without knowing what costume I'm going with. I'll give you a hint. Are you going to be a subwoofer? I'm going to be a subwoofer. I'm so excited. It's I'm so excited. I love it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to be a subwoofer. But I'm going to be a subwoofer. I think you just eat bananas and you turn into one? I hope so. <laughs> bananas are radioactive. You just have to eat a lot of bananas. There's no innuendo here. No, this you is just, just genuine. Literally... All that potassium has got to go somewhere, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Very regular. That's just... <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I, I, I'm trying to... Because inc- um, I only go into the office on a Monday. And this year, Halloween falls on a Monday. And I'm trying to encourage my colleagues that we should dress up for Halloween. But the issue is, you know, starting work at 8.30, who's going to really have the energy on a Monday morning to get into costume? Halloween's on a Monday this year? It is. Oh, write it off. No, go back. (laughs) Darkest timeline, go back. So, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fun for us all to be in the office um, on the 31st in costume. And I think I would make quite a good little camp devil myself. But what are you going to go as? <laughs> Funny. Oh, yeah. So what's our song today? Where are we at? Where are we going? What are we doing? How's this How's this shaking? So um, last week with Chrissy, uh, we went to the Czech Republic and looked at a song from this year's national selection. Ooh. For you, however, uh, we are going a little bit further back, all the way to 2007. Ooh. And actually to the semi-final of Eurovision Song Contest that year. Hmm. I don't know 2007, so this That's is going to exactly be interesting. That's exactly what I was hoping you were going to say, because... Delightful. I, I know you've been very, very annoying, and you've been kind of digging back through things, haven't you? Never. So, never. <laughs> like, how can I surprise you when you've looked at everything already? <laughs> Only minor obsessions. <laughs> Just the minor ones. Well, 2007 gave us the, the one song from Anandora that I discovered that we both liked. So. Which one's out on my brain's gone blank? Oh, I, do, I can't remember. The <laughs> left, right, up and down, you turn upside down, down turn uh, the world around. That one. Yes. That's fun. That's a fun one. That's, that's a great one. Um, But yeah, 2007. I mean, I was looking at the Wikipedia entry for the 2007 contest. And what I thought was great, you know, 
the semi-final had more songs in it than the grand final. Yeah. Like 28 songs in that semi-final and then 24 in a grand final. Yeah. That feels backwards. But I mean, I know that, you know, with the semi-finals as a plural now, you know, we've used got like, you know, 30, 32 possibly songs uh, that, you know, then progress like to 24 or whatever in the grand final, but split across two heats or two semi-finals. But it just feels like that is an intense night of Eurovision, 28 songs. Oh, yeah. And only 10 of them got through as well, which is yeah. kind of the insanity. Let's see, 2007, that would have been in Finland. It was in Finland. So a little sort of connection to Halloween following Lordy's Hard Rock Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm amazed we're um, not doing Lordy, but that's they made it. So why well, yeah, would they, we? <laughs> they, they very much made it through to the final. And um, so, yeah, but there was a little bit of something spoopy in the air for 2007's Swiss entry. Ooh, so let's do it up. We are going to listen to Vampires Are Alive by DJ Bobo. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man, yeah, this know. is exact. The, the, the name of the artist really kills any kind of atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Vampires Are Alive by DJ Bobo. <laughs> well, let's do it. Yeah, let's see where this is at. Let's dig in. Switzerland, Vampires Are Alive. DJ Bobo. Immediate, like, Phantom of the Opera. Like... Oh, this is theatrical. (laughs) Are there more than six people on stage? I was thinking exactly the same thing then. There was way more than six people on that stage. How? Mannequins! Oh, that's clever. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Vampires in Helsinki! Oh no! I just went up inside myself. I don't blame you. That's. I've never seen them use mannequins before. I mean, we we fell for it. We did. (laughs) I feel like the mannequins might be a better performer than he is. At least more on key. (laughs) So this didn't make you say. I'm, I'm fascinated. I, I can't understand how this did not qualify. Oh man, she is. She's the better one of the two, obviously. <laughs> that says a lot. It's. This is very Steps. This is Steps doing a Halloween song. This is Steps doing a Halloween song. It's like S Club 3. What is this dance break? It's. it's... I mean, how do you even describe that? It's, it's line dancing, basically. It's like, what would happen if a straight person tried to choreograph Michael Jackson? <laughs> this is like some elderly... I knew he was going to ride years with tears then. I know, yeah. This is... This is exceptional. Oh, good God. Was this a serious entry? Um, it's like disco Phantom of the Opera, Andrew Lloyd Webber, but not as intelligent lyrics. <laughs> Vampires are alive. Oh my god, this is... Chris, you have outdone yourself. You have outdone yourself, my friend. <laughs> this is... Yeah, this is like the year before Twilight came out as a movie. I'm amazed the song wasn't on the soundtrack. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put this into perspective. This is a year away... From Paramore, 
with Decode. And they didn't choose this song as the Vampires are alive. Did <laughs> they just like synchronized vampires? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I really also enjoyed the close up at the end of the two guys in the audience dressed as vampires. Oh no. Chris <laughs> I can't even describe this one. How how? That was special. It's like all the subtlety of Liberace. It's <laughs> the choreography of like a drunken Macarena ant. It's the glitz and glam of no. It's it's just I don't even it's like they fell into too much and then said, We'll take it. <laughs> this is So uh, nice and scary for Halloween, right? This is something else. My goodness. My goodness. That was It's something. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, that was on the scale. <laughs> did I love it? No. Did I hate it? Yes. But did I love hate it? Absolutely. What was like, that scale? Is... Like on one on zero on that scale or one, you know, yeah. is that scary and is ten crap? I I don't even. I don't think it's on every single number of those. I don't even know how to grade this. <laughs> like, I have never seen a camp so intense. Like this is this is intensity camp. This is, this is, like, how do you even describe how camp that was? All I can think of is, like, it's, like, the gayest version of Phantom of the Opera I've ever seen. With all self-criticism blown out of the water. And every elder queer just kind of poured in and was just like, you know what? Let's do Call of Cthulhu. And then it just bloomed and blossomed into this monstrosity of just awful, <laughs> but brilliant. You know I how mean, something can be so bad, it's good? This isn't that. This is just so bad, it's bad, but it's so bad that it's like fallen through the depths of... This is the Eurovision equivalent of the room. <laughs> we've done it. We've, we've <laughs> gone there. This is... They will never beat this. But no one will attempt to try either. Who, who would want to? I don't even know. How, like, what did we just watch? I mean, I, I obviously, because you know, I followed Eurovision back then. I would have seen that back in two thousand and seven. Did you just block it out? <laughs> like, I think that, I did. Like to avoid the how trauma. Did you for, how did you forget this? I've no idea. I mean, I was hoping for something a bit. You know, when we saw that close-up of the uh, melted candles. Right? You know, was like, the candelabra? Yeah, are we going atmospheric spooky? No. We're doing no. S Club 7. We're doing steps. Yeah, like, I'm wondering how many of these people were people from, like, a Switzerland pop band from the 90s that we forgot about, which is saying something. <laughs> like, is, is DJ Bobo famous for doing anything that anyone might have ever heard of? Well, their drag daughter did well on Canada's Drag Race Season 1. That's all <laughs> I can say. I, like, I... Um... I, what do you even say to this? This is something that happens to you. This isn't something you experience. This is... I, I'm... I, like, I'm still trying to process... First off, genius with the mannequins. I'll give full credit to that. Good idea. The more you look at them, the more everything it it I, okay. It delivers an excellent first impression. Where you're just like, oh, oh, and then the more you look at it, the more you realize, just like, oh no, 
<laughs> oh, this is a train wreck. This oh, is yeah. something happening in slow motion that is not getting better. This is just plummeting down the hill of taste into the depths of depravity and then past that into Tartarus. Like this is just, it's so cheesy and so unaware of how cheesy it is <laughs> that it's fascinating. You could study any one of these performers. Here's the thing. Six of them. Only three of them were doing anything vocally. White guy who couldn't sing. White girl who could almost sing. And black guy who was clearly the better singer of the bunch. Oh. And then three randos. Yeah. But then they focused on Whitey McNotaste and the... the like, <laughs> I would say that their pitch was off, but that implied they had some... And the guy just lacked all kind of charisma. He's like blank pasta. It's just, he's this this weird, he's like a flavorless texture in your mouth that just leaves no impact. I don't eat that. I could study this. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping for like an entire episode of, of a, a Canadian in Eurovision dedicated to this song. Like, in depth. <laughs> At this point, I think it's going to happen. Because I'm just like, the influence of Phantom of the Opera on disco. <laughs> Hello there, fellow Eurovision fans. This episode of Think About Eurovision is proud to be sponsored by Surfshark VPN. This came about because Matty, our resident Canadian, found himself unable to access Eleni Ferreira's 2018 absolute banger Fuego on the official Eurovision channel. But now he has Surfshark VPN, so now he can change his location to anywhere in Europe and just like that, yeah yeah, fire. He can shake his booty to Cyprus's best ever result whenever he wants. And now we're also finding ourselves entering the national final season. So accessing Sweden's Melodifestivalen, Iceland's Songvakepnin, and travelling all the way down under to Australia's Eurovision You Decide is as easy as changing your location to that country and you'll virtually be there faster than you can tear away a skirt, change key and score null poids. Not only that, Surfshark keeps you safe on public Wi-Fi by encrypting your online data and stops anybody on the same network snooping on your activity. So simply visit surfshark.deals forward slash thinkabouteuro and enter our promo code, which is thinkabouteuro, for 83% off and free extra months free. It's also risk-free, as Surfshark comes with a 30-day guarantee, in case you find it's not quite the right fit for you. Anyway, thanks for listening and back to the podcast. So DJ Boba, I've had a look at his um, discography. He's got like 23 albums, including such hits. And zero of them are good. <laughs> as Pirates of Dance. Pirates uh, of in 2007, See? we released an album called Vampires, funnily enough. One called Sweet Christmas. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but I'm sure him and Chris Shepard get along very well. I, do you know Chris Shepard there? He was a, a dance person in the 90s in Canada. Mm, didn't, not, I'm, not something I'm aware of, no. You know what's good when I'm just like, hey, let's go into Canadian discography history. <laughs> so is that going to be hitting your spoopy playlist? I would say absolutely not. There's, <laughs> there's nothing there. Like, it's just, it's not spooky. It's not spoopy. It's just poopy. There was very little there that wasn't annoying. Scary. It was but, scary. 
It is scary in its own way, but it's also scary in the fact like Paris Hilton had a music career. That's scary. Brooke Hogan had a music career that wasn't even as good as Paris Hilton. That's scary. DJ Bobo happened the same year. That's terrifying. <laughs> this is not like these are not high compliments. These are not compliments, but so, they are high. Like that's my <laughs> only thought. You've mentioned there. Uh, so in, in this podcast, you mentioned Phantom of the Opera. And you've now mentioned um, Paris Hilton. Have you seen the movie musical uh, Repo for Genetic Opera? Of course I have. Absolute camp trash. One of the best crap Halloween films it for has a exactly, fan. It has exactly one good song in it, and I will give full credit to this. Which is sung by Sarah Brightman? No. Oh. I was thinking, in the anatomy. Like, I, I think oh, that's a yeah. banger. But that's Sarah Brightman good, yeah. does, like, you know, does well, kick you know, butt in that song. She's a professional. She knows what she's doing. Oh, for sure. Also, has Anthony Stewart head, which is great. Um, you know, fabulous Anthony Stewart head. So, you know, no complaints there. It's got so much going for it, and yet it was a complete pile of trash. If you hear anything, this is my sister's dog that has come into the room <laughs> and has decided to cuddle me on camera. That was that. Next time, I think I have a DNQ challenge for you. I'm looking forward to that. So, I think that rounds everything up there. Yeah, I don't even, like, it might feel a little unfinished, but then again, so does this song. That has to be the <laughs> worst ending to a Eurovision song I've ever heard. First off, vampires. no key change. Vampire, vampire, vampires. <laughs> it's like high school. Oh my god, this is high school musical Phantom of the Opera. No, 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 no. Too good. High school musical repo. That's what we're looking at here. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. But delightful. Just think, this inspired Twilight. That's my theory. (laughs) Well, then, listeners, I think that rounds it up there. So, until next time, bye. Laters. La 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 la